tip. Let's go get this tip. Why? It said 30 seconds on the box, but everybody else is like ready. And we like fumbling with this tip. <laughs> like, just put it down. Just, just, just put it down. Like, be prepared. Absolutely. Always make sure the camera. Always make sure you set up. If you're a vendor, set up at home first. Absolutely. I did the table. I had my decorations, but the tent, we was supposed to try it. Mock set up. Then the wind starts blowing. So I'm like holding on to this, but this part of the tent's not up. So, mm. but this part is, and I'm like, so your tent just for sale. You can have it. Like, your tent just blowing away. But now we got that locked down. Period. Let me, Let me tell you, the tent, like, pop, 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 pop. they had this cart. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> at your last day at your fashion show event yes. and I was like what is that when you get that from <laughs> and she was like oh girl I got this car from I was like they yeah. only had one trip to the car one here trip. I am carrying stuff like she got the car wagon. and it was a huge wagon. I said, it's, wagon. it's called the extra large wagon. It's worth every hundred and thirty dollars. Is anybody taking notes? It's, <laughs> it's, it's long. Extra. You know, <laughs> when I say they made one trip to the car and I'm like, I have all six boxes, tables and chairs. And fits in there. It, that's what the one thing I was fancy. like, oh, yeah. Y'all was over looking fancy. I learned my lesson. Free, free. Hey. Early to <laughs> I think the biggest embarrassing thing for me, and because I'm more of a stationary shop, um, so I do stickers, notebooks, totes, and stuff like that, is I got all. <laughs> this year, I decided to give all my like close friends planners for Christmas. Planners that I was so proud of. And then I get one of the planners and I spell remember wrong. Oh. <laughs> and then I get another text from a friend. She was like, you know, the planners are only Monday through Friday. But uh, in my mind, I don't, <laughs> I don't do, I don't, I don't book things on the weekend. So of course I made these planners using my brain <laughs> because I don't, the weekends are for me. <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, I want to brunch or I want to be up on my couch with my dog looking at Golden Girls all day. Like those are the options. And Sunday, Sunday is for uh, Bedside Baptist and then laundry and things like that. So there's no plans happening on the weekend. So when she texted me, she was like, um, the planner looks great, but I can't put my daughter's games and stuff because they're always on the weekends. I was like, oh my God. And I printed every one of these planners with the same interior. So your planner, it's only Monday through Friday. But I, after, and this was my first time making planners. Again, I'm new, like outside of the stickers, like stationery is new. So I was just trying out and I love to use them as guinea pigs. So I, they have tons of things because when I get I new ideas, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make this thing for you. And so the planners, but I realized like there was another stationary item that I made. It was like a little notebook and it says small business owner on it. And I ordered 50 of them in their off center. Every last one of them, the logo in the middle is like off center. And I'm like, and the, because of the way that I am as a perfectionist, I'm like, I'm not selling these. Yep. I'm not selling. I'm going to have to give them out. But you can create on the Black women gonna make it work. Yeah. But you know what? But you know what? There's another business I follow on TikTok, and she talks about those like those oopsie moments that you have. But she markets those anyway. She was like, she calls them her oops. She sells in part of her Etsy shop. They're called oopsie items, and they're just very discounted 
so that she doesn't have to keep the stock, but she still makes money on it. A little piece of Right. And so, yeah. And so she's, she makes, you know, a, a oopsie section. So I said, that's where I'm going to have to sell them because yeah. I can't in earnest sell these at my regular full price with them not being the way that I would want to have my product out there. So, yeah. What do do? A little something. My mom even was like, she was like, ooh, Celebes <laughs> Customs, and then put vinyl with people's name on the off center part. I was like, ooh, mom, that's not a bad idea. It it's could like, work. It could work. That could work. Yeah. Anybody so, else have a, an embarrassing business moment? <laughs> I will say, when I first started, I had to really learn time management. It's not a strong suit of mine, clearly. Um, but <laughs> I had to really learn, and before I had a booking site, I was just like a pilgrim, chiseling people's names into stone in their appointments, just writing it down. And when I first moved into the shop, uh, I was, it, the day seemed to go by so much faster. And there were more and more people coming in. And when I get anxious, my armpits tingle and I start sweating and I'm just like all over the place. And I don't know how, but I had three people booked at once. And uh, I'm just sitting there like trying. And for me, I hate seeming unprofessional. I hate seeing like, and, and if I do something that is inconvenient, I try my best to like relieve it. If I have to cancel, I try to get you in the next day or the following day. Yeah. Or if I can't, you know, if our schedules don't mean give a good discount or something like that. So when I say like, I, it shook me so much, I couldn't bounce myself back today. So now my mood is affected between every appointment because I like to be pretty talkative and personable in my in my appointments. So I was just like so defeated. And this is like maybe second week in being in the shop, and I was like, this is not gonna work. Like, mm. I don't know. I said, I need a secretary, can't afford that. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but, you know, I got a booking site. But that was probably the most embarrassing because they were not people that I knew. They were just people that found my information through social media. So for that to have been the mm -hmm. first impression, it, it killed That's me. Tough. It killed yeah. me. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think for, what you got? for me, I'm not easily embarrassed. So it takes a hard, you're going to have to really work hard to do that. <laughs> but I'm easily embarrassed by my own doings, right? But I won't show it. So I'm just going to tell you just some times that I was just embarrassed, but you probably never knew it, and that's okay. So <laughs> um, I'm a model for lingerie, okay? So, like, the first time that I had to model it, I'm going to be able to put lingerie, get out there in front of 10 people, 20 people, 30 people. It's very hard, hard to do. So, you want to talk about some sweating and some armpits and some lingerie. You want to talk about trying to just overall smell yourself to make sure you're good. <laughs> so, uh, so, throughout these years of modeling lingerie, I had to learn how to navigate that. So, my most embarrassing moments is figuring out do I look good in this lingerie? Am I confident enough in this lingerie to like to like show people what I'm supposed to show them. Because if I'm out here as a model, you're looking at me for confidence. You're looking at me for everything that you're supposed to. Yes. So I had to learn how to use my embarrassing moments and turn them into a strength. Mm. Because otherwise, it was going to show my modeling and I wouldn't have been a good, just a good model. And I just would have used those moments to deter me mm -hmm. instead of building. Mm -hmm. So I used them to build me my embarrassing moments. but. You're never going to know that Kia is embarrassed. I'm going to play it off like nothing ever happened, okay? That's the best way to do it. Yeah, if I have a trip in front of any of y'all, I planned it. No. <laughs>
I'm dead. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm over it. She was. She post mortem. For you, Mika. You don't want people just showing up at your door. You feel me? Right. Knock, knock, knock. Because they will. Because they, cause they will. They'll show up. I wouldn't be a friend. I'm like, oh my God. I'm going to put my stuff out there. Somebody go. Then they're going to fight. 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 Do not DM me. <laughs> Big letters. Because I won't answer. <laughs> Can we go back to the comment you made about people contacting your husband? Because that's a no-no. When, when he sent a screenshot, and I just, I didn't know what to say. And for me, owning a business, I'm not an assertive person. So owning a business has 
forced me to He's assert. Like you have to. You cannot. And it, I'm telling you. So it, it conflict gives me a fair share of anxiety. So having to address certain things that I'm not happy with, it just was an uncomfortable situation. But my husband. And like people will write and be like, do Denise have any appointments? And he's a business owner too, so it would be vice versa. If he's selling plates, they're like, Rob got more plates left. And I'm like, dude, I have nothing to do with Rob Eats. Like nothing. I'm never there when he's doing a pop-up shop or anything. I'm literally at the shop. But I've had people do that. They'll they'll write my sister. And that's why sometimes it, I don't like having to make statuses saying, you know, guys, don't harass On, on another else. day, can we have a whole conversation about family? Ba okay. Don't harass my like, family. Like, like but okay, yes, yes, yes. We can talk. It's never people that it's I don't know. the loyal ones because they feel like they have yeah, to. Yeah, it's because now you feel like you can just, just you're yeah. you're a part of my life yeah, now, and it's it's not people that like I have people that I ain't talked to literally since high school. I graduated in 2009. I'm like, hey, Denise, you got something for me? I'll be like, I don't got shit. I literally haven't talked to you since senior walk. I don't understand. I'm screaming. You know what I mean? If you if you ain't talked to no business person since high school, you know, I mean, we're not doing it the right way. Approach them through their website or something like that. Don't just be in their DMs. For some of us, it yeah. might be 20, 30. So, but like, <laughs> don't do that. Okay, don't don't do that. All right. But um, thank you. Don't do that. <laughs> I do. I wanna. I wanna thank you all so much. Right. Like, cause now I feel like every time I do one of these episodes, I always need a part two. Right. Because like, there's just so much to cover in such yeah, a short amount of time and <laughs> it's a <laughs> so um it sounds like we're going to get a boss babes part two but it's also sounding like the boss babes is going to be at brunch so Ooh, I brunch, some, i'm feeling i'm feeling brunch with boss babes um i'm feeling a panel with this brunch of boss babes I, you know you see how my brain just go uh all right but before we go, I do want to go ahead and give them the opportunity to share any of their booking sites, social media information, and anywhere where you all can go and find them. And again, make sure you check out their sites, share their pages, purchase their products, book them, use their services. These are women out here who have literally been building from the ground up. And we all know what it's like to just be building from the ground up. And so I want to go ahead and start over here. Mika, can you just tell us where they can find you, whether that be your location that we are currently in? intensive purposes for all, for all contacts is life according to me.com you can find out anything about booking the garden booking me uh both of my nonprofits are on there everything that has to do with life according to me.com is where you can get all the information at i am everywhere just say my name no but i am on social media facebook sit pretty Instagram underscore sit pretty. My website is www.bokingcreations.com. If you want a customized cup, if you're trying to go on a girl's trip or anything else vacation wise, put my travel head on. You can catch me at ghostingelitetravels.com. And on Facebook and social media uh, Facebook, Instagram, ghostingelitetravels. I am on all platforms at the Library by Dom, including Etsy, 
And if you want to purchase my affirmation book, you can find me also by my name, Dominique Clark, on uh, Amazon. Nice. Come on, book. Come on, book. And as you know, you can find Love Thy Belly on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Love Thy Belly on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Farron Kia, from the Love Thy Belly podcast. You can find us on Anchor, and now you can find us live on TNG Video and Love Thy Belly YouTube channel. Tonight, we have an extra special episode. We are going to meet with the boss babes of Louisville. These are the women that you want to get to know talk to, purchase their products, purchase their services. You're going to get to hear about everything dope about being a black woman in business, being an entrepreneur, as well as all the trials and tribulations that we have to go through. I'm so excited for all of these dope bodies that we have here today. Everybody comes from so many different venues and so many different aspects of the business world. I'm going to give them the chance to introduce themselves and then we'll get right down into it. I'd like to start over here with Kia. Hello, everybody. My name is the up-and-coming entrepreneur of Kia Vision Model Development and Coaching, where I am looking to coach up-and-coming new models, whether you're a child, whether you're uh, a mother, whether you're just somebody who just wants to start something new and learn some confidence. Come and see me. I am uh, Dominique Clark, the owner of the Library by Dom. I am in a, a stationary shop, so it's very much for the culture, what I consider not suitable for the workplace. Um, all of my products have swear words. Um, they're very much um, for the culture, but they're very much real, very much like myself. I am Zuri. Um, I am the creator of Zip Pretty. Um, So like I said, dynamic boss women about to take over the world in all different avenues, venues, spaces. If you do not know their name, if you do not know their business, take this opportunity now to look them up. At the end of the episode, we will give you all of their social media information and you're gonna wanna follow them immediately. Now, like I said, these are boss babes, so we don't have time to play around. 
We're getting right to it, straight to the nitty gritty of everything business and everything that they've been experiencing over this time. A lot of them had the opportunity to open and start their businesses in the year of 2020. And we know that 2020, no matter what everybody said, was the year of the black woman. So that's why we're here today to talk about what it was to be a black woman in 2020 and 2021, starting your own business, piloting your own business, running shit for yourself. So ladies, what is your why? And you can take the opportunity to answer the question as you as you think about it and as you choose to. We don't have to go in any particular order. Y'all know here, Love That Bellies podcast. We just kind of cool. We okay. talk. It's dialogue. So what is your why? Um, okay. I can go. Oh, I can bring it up. Oh, so you can hear me. No, but my why, I would have to, it was always my kids and myself. Like, I know my kids is always going to be there. I'm the mother. But my why is my husband. Like the man is dope in real life, and I could be biased because he's my husband, but <laughs> he is really dope in real life and supports everything that I want, everything that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to do this, I'm gonna do this. He's like, okay, if that's what you want to do, and I'm like, man, I shouldn't did it. Well, that's what you wanted to do. You don't listen, but I'm gonna support you. But no, so to see him, how hard he works, his nine to five, because he doesn't get to go home. I mean, well, he gets to come home, but he doesn't stay home like I do. But him to work his nine to five and then come home and put in hours after that. Amen. And I'm like, okay, you work every nerve system, like my whole entire <laughs> nerve system, but I got you. Like, we're going to do it. But yeah, my husband is definitely my wife. Uh, come on, partnership. Um, I will say that I am a jack of all trades, fair nose. I am good at a lot of things. Everything. Um, and it really took her to really tell me, like, you're really good at this thing. You should, you know, start a business and make it a thing. So I really just went out there and I was like, okay, I'll try it. And then I started doing tote bags and really I started with customs, but I'm an introvert. So custom items don't really work for me because I don't like talking to people. And that's honest. <laughs> we're work, we working on that. We're working on that. You got to do a lot of back and forth with people. <laughs> I'm so shortly after the customs, the custom shop was closed. <laughs> people were really like, I need you to change this and change this. And I thought my art was beautiful and they didn't think so. Customers so therefore, right. So custom, I was like, I'm that not doing that. Hard. So I started just creating things that I liked and you can either buy them or you don't. I, I would hope you buy them, but I don't care if you don't. Because you're still going to make it. I'm still going to do what I do. So now I sell on platforms. I sell on the Etsy platform. And a lot of, and this year, well, in 2020, I kind of tracked just like with a map, my sales map. And I got all the states except for like the really weird ones that are like, you know, not for us. (laughs) Um, Where the black population is probably very small. So, but for the most part, I, out of the, I, 46 out of the 50 states, so I didn't do bad for Yay! 20 years. Thank you. So, okay. But I really just wanted to find something. I am a public servant, and if you know anything about public servants, baby, we don't get paid no money, and I need a little extra. Honey. Because I, I like to trip and eat brunch all the time. <laughs> you like to live money. in black woman luxury. Right. And that brunch. costs money. They drinking a brunch is the move. And that's why I need <laughs> extra. <laughs> So that's my why. I need extra. I just want to live a life of luxury. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Uh, kudos to that. We always need extra. That's so also part of my why. But the major uh, part of my why, and I know it's going to sound from here to here, but I'm going to connect it. I am a social justice person. I like to make change in any form or fashion that I can or anywhere that I can. 
But what I learned through 2020 is I'm not a protester. Like, it took everything out of me to, to do that. Like, I got sick and everything. Mm-hmm. So as I fall into place with this conversation, uh, I was mom at the same time. So I decided, like, you can do social change in different areas of life. You don't have to be, you don't have to be like, uh, on the front line. oppression. It don't have to be that. So I decided to take my fight to fashion. Come on. So, Come uh, on. My fight with fashion is these stupid industry standards that they have that you can't be super dark skinned or milk chocolate or you can't be short. You can't be this. You can't be that. Everybody's always telling you what you can and can't oh, be. Okay, but <laughs> we, okay. not a key vision. Mm. You can be who you want to be, what you want to be, and we're going to get you. So I fight my social things through through fashion, you know, um, I'm a dark skinned girl, I do not, I'm just now getting popular. It was a hard fight for me to get here. Uh, I skipped over all the time, just based on little bitty things, little bitty things. So I just want the up and coming people in the industry to know that don't let no no's, don't let no naysayers, don't let anything stop you from being who you want to be, even in the fashion industry, because that's where they will tear you apart. Mm. So. Yeah, that's my spiel. I like social change, and I want to change things. Great. Let's see. My why is going to be real simple. It's going to sound real selfish, but my why is me. Come on. Come on, selfie. Come on. My husband and the kids, if you're here for the opening, then you understand my husband is amazing. Um, If the building would not be open, if it was not for him, I would love to say that my children inspire me to do great things. However, um, this is for me. Mm. This is personal. 40 years of my life catering to everybody else, doing what everybody else wanted me to do, being the person that they wanted me to be, dressing how they wanted me to dress, talking how they wanted me to talk. Mm. You're a little too extra, calm it down. Mm. You're a little too black, bring that in a little mm. bit. Mm. You're a little too white, mm. go over there. So I decided to take on, um, take control of my life um, and do this for me. So everything that I do is centered around personalities of me, like this building walk in it and you see the organizations that enter this building, they all reflect images of me. Um, Come on. And what I aspire to be or what I am inspired by. Uh, my coaching business, Love and Light, is exactly who I am. Love and Light. Like, I want to make sure that the people around me so get Love and Light from me every day. So and you are. You are Love and Light. People need it, baby. People walk around here in darkness. It is very, um, this, this journey is very, very, very personal. Very they ask me what I do and who I do it for and how I come up with this up in the studio. All I want for my birthday is a big one. Come on, Gordy girl. <laughs> oh, we, we turning up then. That's what I, that's what I heard. I heard 40th is going up. We in here. We in here. It sounds like a gar- a Kia Vision garden. <laughs> a garden vision. Yes. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, it can be. We already like it. We can have a sipping. Love, love to sip in the garden vision. I'm just saying. I'm here for it. Okay. Sponsored. Sponsored by I Sip Pretty. To go. See, I tell y'all, we like to have a good time here at Love Thy Belly. We love to have a good time. We love to make sure that everybody understands that business is not always going to be one way. 
there's never going to be a time where like your business is just straightforward on what is going to be happening that's going to be great it's going to be amazing it's going to always work out that's not going to happen that's not what business is it's not what it looks like that's not even how life works and so my next question for our amazing participants is what has been your biggest hardship within the business realm oh <laughs> They show up and then it just it stops. stops. Once you can't get anything else out of me, mm -hmm. then I no longer see your face. And that comes from my own team. Yeah. Once once I can no longer take you to the level of... If I can't use you, you no know more. Once you can't use me, once you can't take from me, once you can't get the recognition that you deserve. Because I have no problem building the table and providing you a seat, but you have, you have to feed yourself. Mm. And I don't understand that. I just got chills. Yes, girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought you to the table. I gave you the chair. <laughs> you got to pick up your own fork. Beast by myself. 
So I really a whole movement, honey. I don't really need you, but when I'm trying to pull this collaborator together, come on, work with course. me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we can make put Lil on the map. We a big, big city with full of creators, full of people who know how to do things and what to do, but we don't want to put in that work. So if you want to work, I'm looking for you. The Kia <laughs> Vision is definitely finna get big around here. Yeah. Great. I'll, I'll say that, like, the biggest struggle is myself. I'm going to be honest. Oh, you took my answer, girl. I'm in my own way. And this is something that I'm very transparent about. It's that, again, because I am a, a jack of all trades, I just don't feel the necessary need to monetize everything. Like, I'm really good at a lot of things. And, and it all... Always like, I mean, I can set you up with the right people that can get you where you gotta go. And I'm like, I just wanna do it for love. <laughs> I like it. And she's like, no, no, no. So I think that I'm sticking with this one thing because this is something that at this point, I'm now I'm passionate about it, right? Like, I don't, it's, but it, I'm still in my own way because I am an introvert. My first pop up last year, I did the Juneteenth event. I literally, the day before, was like, I think I changed my mind. It's going to be over 600 people there. Like, I don't even like to talk to people. Like, and then she came and saw me, and she was like, you're doing fine. Like, you're doing great. But I really was concerned about, like, the, my introvert. Just, I don't like to talk to people. I think you just have to think of what you're yeah. doing is not monetizing, right? But, like, return on investment. Right, right. You're absolutely. Time. You're investing, and that's going to bring you money. You know? You're right. investing and your creativity. Like, right. like yeah. your essence is what you're putting in to all of these things. And that's just, like, with everything, right? Like, I do, I do always encourage black women to monetize things, right? Like, I never want black women to feel as if their time and their energy and their, their creativity shouldn't be of value, right? And sometimes that value does look like finances and it does look like a monetary value. And I always want black women to know that they are deserving of that. But, you know, I, and Dom and I talk about this a lot. Like, some things, we do want that to just be for us. And that's okay, too. We don't have to, like, we don't always, be ha- we don't always have to grind. Sometimes we can just, like, enjoy stuff and let that be that. And I think the other thing is, like, nobody, when you start a business, everyone is like, yeah, you should be an entrepreneur. But nobody tells you when you get off that nine to five, baby, you working second shift. Yeah, Mm. it's a second shift job. Third shift, second, third. Sometimes you're working first shift at your first shift job. (laughs) So my my creative hour, which I explain to everybody, my creative hour is from the hours of 3 a.m. until I have to go to work. And so my body naturally now wakes up at 3 and if I'm not, if it's not a workout day for me, then it's creative hour. And my mom is always like, when do you sleep? I'm like, no, I don't get it twisted because I'm the queen of the naps. So I get a nap in. But that's the most time I, I feel like I'm most creative. And I think it's just because I used to work third shift. So I used to be up at that hour. And that's the way my brain kind of functions. But I, I literally am sometimes in my own way because there are people that have reached out to me that are like, oh, you should come and vendor this event. And I'll just pass it over because I really just have this fear of talking to people. And I'm getting out of my shell and out of my comfort zone. So after doing the Juneteenth event, I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, this wasn't that bad. And I made I made a profit, which I was like, okay, girl, you can do this. And you made it here tonight. Yeah, and so, <laughs> right. And there's that. And so I think that sometimes I, the struggle is I stand in my own way sometimes of being successful. Definitely. Yeah, that. Well, yeah, she took all my work. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, I am my worst critic. Like, even starting making cups, like, it just started was a hobby. It was fun. Right. And then, even though I was broke on Christmas, it was like, everybody getting cups for Christmas. Period. Period. Like, that's how it started. And then my family was like, oh, well, my cup's better. I was like, oh, I can't.
can do this. And I get it because I like it. It's common. Like, it's therapy to me. I can right. be creative and be perfectly fine. Like, my house can be completely silent. And as long as I move it, I'm good. But then I'm like, it's when I want to do it. Like, why do I have to do it now? Like, it feels like a job. I don't want it to be a job. Now it's not. It's the love of my life. Like, mm. Sip Ritty's having a ball right now. But it was... I don't want it to be a job. I don't want to feel like I have to work. And that's why I get with the custom orders. I'm like, they better like this. I'm <laughs> all the, all I'm the work. On my Come on. I'm sensitive. Like, I'm As sensitive. hell. Like, I'm sensitive. So I'm like, no, you. But nobody's never not once said, not sis, take it. So I'm like, okay. Like, they like it. I'm doing good. But I am definitely my worst person. Like, I'm like, just get up and do it. Get it over with. You got it. So what is like, kind of like a, for those of you who have like customer service or even just like interactions, what has been like, I guess the most negative kind of interaction that you've had, whether that be with a customer or someone you've provided a service to? Mine will be, how much is your cup? I say my price. Oh, well, I can do it or I can get somebody to do it for that. You don't gotta, okay, well, I'm not for you. Have a great day. Period. Next. Absolutely. Like, it's one of those, but it definitely comes was or they'll ask like, well, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's risen art. Like, if somebody asks, I'm telling. My husband looks at me like, why? Mm-hmm. Why not? They're gonna find. It. I found it on YouTube, so everybody else is gonna find yeah. it. TikTok, social media is big, so I'm like, why not? Like, it's not harming me telling them, but because what what's I do, that? everybody thinks what they're I gonna do it like you. What they say, what they say, you can give them the ingredients, but they can't make your sauce. <laughs> Like one of those, like, yes, prison are like, oh, yes, I do it this way. And it's like, no, I could have did this, or I'm like, okay, well, I'm still not for you. So have it's a good not day. Like, have a good day. That's it. It's that competitive piece that you were sitting Absolutely. there talking about. And it's unnecessary. Why can't we just be like, oh, that's great. Oh, that's good. Or how can I do it? Right? Just because I'm going like, to tell you, I'll hold that back. Like, yep. This how I do it. That's small thinking to me. Absolutely. For you to come for me about my own art that you like in in reality. So just ask me how I've done it. Just ask me so we can just I can teach you. I think for me, my brand was told that it wasn't inclusive. Which oh, can we cuss on you? Yes. Oh, I don't give a damn about that. I was like, wait, because I hate her. I hate her. Yeah. Um, you know, it it's not inclusive of everyone. Well, it's not for everyone. Mm. This is for me. I mean, it's for us by me. Mm. Like, Come I, on. I, it's not for everyone. And I understand. And it's, and I have sometimes this, even at the Juneteenth event, the person that was helping me at the event was like, you know, I just feel like you have to incorporate things for other people. And I'm like, no, that defeats the whole uh, purpose of why I created. Back to the, all lives matter, right? right? I It defeats the purpose of why I created what I created. I want to give you know, opportunity for women that look like me to be able to have cute tote bags that reflect things that they're actually thinking that they might not say out loud. And for me, I'll be saying whatever I want to say. So Mm -hmm. So I just, and then the stickers and all the things, um, I literally was, (laughs) which I probably, this probably wasn't a good idea, but I have my stickers on one of the cups I keep in my office. And a young lady came in and she was sitting in my office and the 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 sticker that was you know facing her said protect black women and she was like from what and i was like everything the world (laughs) everything like literally (laughs) right if you have to ask then there's a new protect us from you doesn't answer that so i think that 
that was really one of the things. But then I got a reprieve even in that same at that same event when a young lady came and she was like, I love everything about this. She was like and she spent that day and that was the biggest moment of that day. She spent, you know, so much money just she couldn't decide from what what she wanted. And then the next week she ordered some stuff for my Instagram and she included in the notes, saw you at the Juneteenth event, wanted to get some things for my family. And that made me feel like, okay, I'm on the right track because I really started thinking like, am I not going to get sales because I'm not catering to everybody? Okay, then maybe I should. But then that confirmed what I already knew is like, it's not for everybody. It's yeah. for the, my audience is my audience. And if yeah. you're not my audience, that's unfortunate I, for you. Right. It's not for you. It's for somebody else. And so I think that for me, that was the biggest thing is just being told that my brand wasn't inclusive. So it's not supposed to be. I think if I would have learned that earlier on, I probably wouldn't have had as many negative interactions. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's coming from a model perspective. Because I didn't have a brand first. So I'm just trying to work with everybody and anybody. Right. So this is where the race piece comes in play. And I didn't start noticing it until later on where like, I know that my level and quality of mine was right where this my counterpart is, but you'll choose, you'll continue to choose over me. And I started feeling some way about it until I started to, under, I started to understand that this is not for you. They're not for you. Mm-hmm. So what I started to do is why I changed my mind frame about it instead. Just tell them who you are, whether they accept it or not, they're gonna have to because you're gonna look so good or gonna be so great at it that they're gonna have to accept it. So that's kind of where I started this uh, unapologetically black mm. side to my model. So anytime that I model, you're gonna get the blackness of my model. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make sure that you get it. So instead of seeing it as a negative and fighting the funk all the time, because that was the negative interactions I was getting, I'm like, well, you know, how come you don't know how to edit black skin? You know, you're a photographer. What are, what, what are the issues here? And that's the issues that I would raise with my counterparts is, as they're giving me my pictures back or whatever the case is. And I would get these answers. Well, I just don't really don't shoot black people a lot. Or I'm learning these. And I'm just like, that's not an excuse because photography is, is an umbrella thing. Mm-hmm. You can't have that excuse. So it's not good enough. What you're choosing to do is you're choosing to work with certain people. Mm-hmm. And I'm calling you out on it. So, so my negative interactions didn't come from a service. It just came from me calling out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if I would have known my brand, and if I would have known where I stood, I probably wouldn't even have interacted with them in the first place. Mm. You know come what I'm on. Saying? That's kind of where my how I come. I agree. <laughs> 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 no, I mean because I feel like you know I'm a jack of all trades as well. So I've been in everywhere, every field. Um, I actually was a model. Um, and as you were talking, I was thinking back to all the negative experiences that I've had. Because so let's just be all the way real. Um, my background is I'm Native American more than I am African American. Um, however, my features say Same. that I'm African American. Wow. And so I am not dark enough to be a black model, but I'm not light enough to be a Native American. I'm right model. there with you. Um, and so I, as you were talking, I was just reliving why I stopped modeling. See I haven't modeled in 18 years um, because they tried to put me in a box that yes. I just refused to fit in. And actually, if you go to my website now, the very first sentence says, um, I will forgive you for trying to make me apologize for fitting into a box that I created like that. for myself. I like that. Because everybody was trying to, no, you have to go here. 
you have to fit here, you have to do this, you have to look this way. Um, even with coaching, like you have to coach a certain way, you have to coach a certain type of person. You can't coach them, you have to coach us. And mm. like people don't do coaching and they barely do therapy and they can pray their way through it. And they don't have relationships, so why do they need a relationship coach? Like from every aspect, I was always just it. Just right. negative comment after so negative comment. Like yeah. I became the matrix because I'm like, bam, no, let's do that. Come on, Mary J. <laughs> In your stomachs, I feed Come on. you. Um, but then, why am I doing that? That's never been heard before. So now you're cooking. So now you're a caterer, and you're a life coach, and you're an event coordinator, and you're this. Yep. Yep. All of them. All of them. And And I'm glad you yeah. said that. That you do that uh, as a piece of your uh, coaching. I think that's that's very important because. It's very important. I do a lot of therapy of my own. You know what I'm saying. And if I don't relate to the person that I'm talking to, it's just not going to it's work. Not work. You know what I'm saying. And and food is something that everybody can relate. Come on, to. absolutely. You know it's the it's the, it's the, the yeah. common yeah. ground next to what food, you're doing. Food is like you said. It's, it's a common ground. It's therapeutic, which is why I do it for me. I cook because it, it it's therapeutic for me. That's my way of talking it out. Right. I, I don't measure anything. Listen, put it on. And I get brunch the You heard that too? With mimosas? Brunch and mimosas. Is that what you had said? This is the second time I've heard brunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I'm hearing <laughs> is, we need a boss bag brunch. <laughs> brunch. <laughs> we need a boss brunch. It has been received. <laughs> <laughs> Just send me the date. Well, we I got, got you, you. We're not getting into that tonight, Zuri. We are just not getting into that tonight. Yeah, you know, that's another thing about like like business, right? Where you do have the ups and you do have the downs and you have those trials and but like you also have so many things that happen that are rewarding. Right? Like you have those really great experiences. Dom, you shared Ooh. about that the the customer who bought something at one event and then went and visited your site later and was like, I saw you at this event and I loved your stuff so much that I wanted to see more. I wanted to purchase more of your items. So, I mean, like you can share another rewarding, but that's my next question is what has been the most rewarding aspect of being in, being in business or, or just being a business. You feel me? Just being a business. I want to say, Honestly, because I don't, I'm a, I try to be a humble business person. I know I'm good at what I do, but I try to be Great. humble at it. So I love the fact that I am scouted. That's awesome. Nice. I'm, like half of the things that I get myself into, people pull me into. Nice. That's, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Awesome. So it just kind of gives me a confirmation that you're going in the right direction, you're doing the right things, the right people are looking at you, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just go for it, right? So, um, just last week, because like I said, I'm a model coach, uh, model and model coach. Um, I've been looking for some opportunities to coach children because it's e it's easier to mold their minds. It's kind of easier to get with them. They're full of personality, so that's kind of how I want to get when I, when I start my business. So somebody reached out to me and she was like, "Hey, 
I want to know, and I'm dropping this piece of information for the first time. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. So, love that belly exclusive. We love when people come on the show and get ready to tell us things. Breaking news. I'm super excited about it. I've been jumping for joy for days. She called me. I'm like literally riding home from UK because I work. I work the concessions in UK or whatever. And she was like, yeah, um, I have this opportunity to uh, be an ambassador for model pageantry. Now, the pageant side is just the speaking side. The model side is what I do. And she was like, <laughs> she was like uh, I want you to be the coach for them That's on awesome. a national level. Come on Come now. This is everything to me. So Congratulations. I have this start, child. So, yes. Let's that manifest. Like to be scouted. You want to call somebody to be scouted. To feel like <laughs> she can do it. To believe in me is everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, so, That's think, awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. I think mine would be similar. It's just my goal is to be able to walk into a room and not have to introduce myself. Um, because <laughs> I can, you know, I try to be humble. Yeah. However, humble this gift was not given to the weak. Um, and it was given to me before I even had my name. So um, I know who I am Amen. and what I can do. Uh, so my goal is to you know walk into rooms and not have to introduce myself, and that actually happened. I walked into um, a group, a group meeting, something similar to this, and somebody said, "Oh, that's Nika," and I said, "Well, wait a minute, do I owe you some money?" <laughs> expert from dealing with bad negative relationships so some women you know we might not have the best experiences because some of their men baby daddy brother cousins fathers etc may not have the best experiences with me um so when she said my name it was kind of like oh wait a minute but she's like no i follow you i follow your events um we're friends on facebook even though you probably never seen me say anything but i know who you are and i love what you're doing and i was just like it's a good feeling I bounced out that door. Like, I was just like, oh, shit, dude. Like, I'm famous. Mama, I'm famous. Like, I know who I was when she said my name right, which means you've heard me say my name. Mm. Because, it, it, you know, we don't say our names right. Right. Yeah, we, C- we, Come on. We're not all. So, for the fact that she said Mika, and I said, So I think for me, um, I, I'm looking more into, I love selling on the Etsy platform and I love, you know, interacting. Yeah. I love, first off, I'm obsessed. (laughs) This year, I even told my friends like, this year I bought all your Christmas gifts from Etsy. I'm supporting only small businesses, which I did. And that, and being a small business seller on Etsy, a lot of, I got a lot of orders during the Christmas time because of that same reason from other small business owners. But I'm looking more, yeah, I'm looking more into getting into wholesale. Um, I had my first first wholesale experience with Pocket Change, which was a great experience with them. Um, But then on TikTok, which I don't post as much as I probably should, I am not one of those people that, I'm not a big content creator, but I post enough when I have new products coming out and when I have things that I think that people should see. And a young lady that owns a black-owned bookstore in Detroit reached out to me, and she was like, I'm looking for some wholesale items to have in my store. I really like 
you know, the stuff that you have out there, your bags will be perfect for people who come to my store to carry out books when they come in. And I was like, oh, well, let's talk shop. So we're kind of talking through me doing some custom items for her, which, again. (laughs) (laughs) But it's one person. It's one person. I'm going to give it a try. But But I'm going to try. And it's not really custom. It's more um, the bags are going to be geared more towards reading. Um, Most of my bags really are just like geared towards just like things that are funny but uh yeah black black thoughts yeah black thoughts they very much are (laughs) so um we kind of talked more about having those same like black thoughts but geared them towards reading and so um that's something i'm really excited about is trying to get more into the wholesale area because i'm also i'm getting my master's right now so i really don't have time to devote to commercializing baby (laughs) so i don't I don't have as much time as I would like to devote to my business. So wholesale would allow me to make the same amount of money or more on the level that I'm doing, like, a few well, orders here and there. So I make everything in-house. Like, when it comes that's to, why, why yeah, so typically when I get an order, like, a wholesale order, um, if they say I want 200 bags, I take off work to okay. crank it out. Okay. And I uh, and I order everything. Different. Yeah. So I take off work to crank out everything that I need to crank out. Um, when it comes to the stickers, I actually used to make them in-house on my own printer, cut them, everything myself. And then I got a vendor to make my stickers because it was just yeah. taking so much of my time yeah. and materials. <laughs> so I found a, a distributor that makes stickers, which is way easier. And I can get them restocked and out faster. And I can do a lot more a lot faster. But when it comes to those tote bags, baby, I'll be in there pressing them myself. <laughs> yeah. So. Because black women, you can outsource. Absolutely. You can outsource, okay? Yeah. Did you, Zuri, did you talk about what's most rewarding for your business? It's a, it's a lot. Just having it, period. Like, just being able to have something that's mine. Like, Absolutely. it's my baby. I birthed it just like my child. And... Everything about this rewarding. I'd be with my kids because my goal once in life was to have 10 kids to be a stay-at-home mom. And I still need to be a stay-at-home mom and work. But now I'm trying to figure out this balance because I'm like, now somebody got to help me around here now. I can't work and do this. But I'm like, wait, this is what I wanted. So like, I can handle it. I put my cape on. So one of those, still trying to find a balance, but definitely being at home to be at home with my kids 24-7. Like, they get on my nerves. How many families do you have? Two. They're boys. I'm a boy mom. So super fun. Yeah. Four, really. One's going to start the 11th, December 22nd, and one's about to turn 10, January 19th. And they are a handful, honey. So I have, like, Capricorns, the beginning and end. And they're complete, total opposites. Complete. But it's fun, and it's, like, a definitely a balance in my house. But, yes, just being able to be at home and I'm actually – doing my first event for my company and I'm excited. Look at you. A little yeah. bit nervous, scared. You got excited this. and doing it. But I'm doing a tea social. I'll be for a year. Okay, y'all like tea. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So I'm like, oh, so you want Fair and Kia to host it? Is that what you're saying? You know you are on my list. <laughs> between you I'm and at the top, like, just so I, we know. I know. Okay, I got y'all. 
But yes, I am doing a tea social and the dress accordingly is going to be like Hillary Banks style, friend, yeah. the nanny style. First of all, I'm coming. Oh, we're getting, we're, getting, we're, we're coming regardless. Don't invite me, I might crash. Invite or all. Everybody's invited, come on, come off. But with your ticket too, you'll get a customized wine glass from yours truly. Okay. No, but yes, and it's April 30th, so I'm super excited about that. Too. Right. I got yes, time to get yeah, a good yeah, Hillary Bakes So I got time for Kia to style me. I got a time yes. to get a good hat. Come on, come on. I need a good yes. Hillary Banks hat. So yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love black women. Being able to be free to do stuff that is definitely the most rewarding and be able to do what I want to do, like hobby personal wise. Yeah. Like because on my vision board now is now I have this going. I know how it's going, where I'm going. But okay, what's for me? Like, what's that self care aspect? Even Absolutely. if it is taking a whole week, and I do, I just take a whole week. This is what I'm gonna do: take myself out to eat, go to matinee, five o'clock. I mean, twelve o'clock, five dollars. Hey, I'm cheap. I'm gonna be on the budget. But just being able to do that is definitely fun. And I want to be a brand ambassador. You are a brand ambassador. I am. There you oh, go. All right. For Come on. Definitely. But I also want to do for other people. Like, I yeah. want to wear other clothes. I, I like to That's what I'm saying. You are a brand ambassador. I, I know I'm <laughs> coming. Trust me. After this, I was coming. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's how we make them connections. That's how we make them connections. That's, and that's why we're here. And during the midst of everything that we just talked about with what is the most rewarding aspect of your business, we had another participant come, Denise Now Johnson of Loch Ness Mama. And I cannot wait for you to share all about yourself. Um, so far, we talked a little bit about like what's been rewarding in business, what's kind of been like your hardships of business. And so in your introduction, if you wanted to just give us a little briefing about any of that too that you've experienced. And then also, obviously, tell them what your business is. Okay. Well, like I said, uh, like she said, my name is Denise Johnson now. Um, I'm a local optician. I've been in business for a little over a year. Um, anything I want, I want to apologize for being late and my bare face. This is not... You good? You, you still bomb. You still bomb. Hold on, you still bomb. Okay, let's. Before she continues with that, she literally just came from work, honey. Okay, she just came from beating the heads. I was running, had to drop my kid out. He's been dead in the shopping bee, so I'm a boy mom too. I have a six-year-old. Yeah, I heard the ladies had sons, but um. Uh, I'm a local optician. I'm recently married. I got married in uh, September. Congrats. Um, so we talked about hardships and the rewarding aspects of our business. Um, hardships. I don't know. We got a little time to talk about. <laughs> I mean, for me, I come from a higher ed uh, background, so I worked in higher education prior to being an optician. So, and I realized it was something that I could do, but it wasn't something that I necessarily wanted to do. Like, mm. something I enjoyed. It felt like school 24-7. Like, after graduating, you know that last year we get the itis and I mean, there was a fair share of research. So, um, trying to leave that, I ended up um, moving back home after living in Jacksonville, Florida, working at Florida State, and I took a job at the Exposition Center trying to do, you know, coordinating, but not necessarily in the higher ed background. And uh, I felt like God just kind of Pandemic happened, I started doing, people kept asking about my hair and who does it, and I've never had anyone else do my hair. When I started my hair, I lived in Bowling Green, and uh, the cosmetology pool was 
Really you can be real. You can say what you want to say. I'm just saying. I don't trust nobody to put my hair in ponytail. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, I'm going to So I started researching and just tried it out. There were times where I didn't think it was going right, but okay, it started going well. And then fast forward, people kept asking me, and I was like, well, I do it myself. And they're like, well, you do mine. I'm like, mm. I started taking some to make extra money during the pandemic, and the business just took off. I didn't realize how many you people. Like that. You <laughs> know. Never you imagined the show you had at all. Was. I never imagined how many people wanted locks or or anything like that. And it, I found myself splitting time between my day job and trying to do locks because I really enjoyed it. And then um, I guess I didn't quit fast enough, and I was let go due to the, the pandemic, and I didn't go back. <laughs> I just stayed. Um, Period. Oh, the vision was there. Yeah, it was. I mean, I she just needed the avenue. The biggest challenge is really that leap of faith, honestly. Mm. After that, you, you might be antsy or take a chance, but once you just jump in, it's, it is it is what it is. And I think that was the biggest challenge. I would not leave my job. I wouldn't leave my you know 401k. I wouldn't leave my benefits. The safety. I wouldn't leave anything. So mm. That comfort. Yeah, like, that comfort. Yeah. Mm. Same I was literally headed to work and background they reassured me that this is not performance related i mean it was a bit based event uh, company and there were no events happening yeah so i ended up doing hair in my house and that was going too crazy it was too many strangers so next thing you know like maybe three months later i'm looking for a salon and i've been there since come on come on I'm very, very fortunate i mean as far as rewarding i think the most rewarding is being able to be the shot caller I realized that a lot of Boss the things that I had issue with uh, in my uh, occupation was just being told what to do. <laughs> I, am I don't take directions at all either. I'm a, I, I, I didn't have jobs that allowed me to be creative. Woo! Um, you know, so I just, you know, that was probably. Oh, you felt that in your spirit? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a natural creative in, the, in your yeah. job or anything, and I work in higher education. Yeah, it doesn't allow you to express that. They will. It's a curriculum. Mm hmm. And personally, on top of that, I was too black for hiring. Come on. <laughs> that part Let's too. talk about that. Part too. And that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> You'll be back. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my students, all my students. If you're watching this, I do miss you all. I love you all. Some of you have matriculated out since, and I'm very proud. But the way I build rapport with my students is very much parental-like. That's yeah. what they respond they to. That's what they need. And the background that I was working with, I was definitely working with at-risk students. So they're not going to respond to, like, this cookie-cutter. Absolutely. They want someone that's real. How about that? They're not stupid. That part. <laughs> so, I mean, these are essentially adults. They're young adults. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, when you work in the college system, the youngest person is 18. Yes. Right. So, you know, they need that vulnerability and yes. that honesty. And they Absolutely. need to mess up. And I allowed that, but uh, just feeling crunched by the staff that I worked with or just, you know, being a young black woman coming in in a position and maybe having subordinates who are older than you, that was difficult too. But I think what we need to realize in higher education, because I just, I was a good one. Yeah. I was the law school. Ooh. Get the mic. There are also cookie cutter positions, right? Mm-hmm. They probably were you at, at, some, at point, some point, at, and then just kind of was like, "I'm just gonna fold." I got what they got. We not fold. Hands from God. Okay. I was gonna try to stick it out to clear those student loans. I said, "You know what? I got that too." Somebody got that because I bet it ain't me. I already forgave myself. 
Whether or not the government forgave me, I forgave me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I received yeah. my karma. There's no debt. I ain't got nothing to do with it. My debt was erased. Jesus paid it off. I'm ready for them to refill my DVD. Well, I mean, we are going back to NTI, so. That's what I said. Come on. Run it back. Run it back. And not only that, and I got the two, two hundred, two fifty, whatever they were sending for the kids. Just saying. Now, I mean, cause you know, when you a boss babe, you got a lot to do, right? Like you got to run, you got to run your business, run somebody else's business, run your kids' business, run your people's business. Like you got a lot to do. That's why you a boss babe. Especially when you're in the infancy stages of your business. Absolutely. You're doing everything in your business, and then beside and everything, talking about we really appreciate your. Supporting our business. <laughs> I'm creating directors. <laughs> <laughs> no stand up. everything <laughs> we love. We. <laughs> I just got finished working with Tony. He's behind the scenes, y'all. I just got finished working with Tony. So when I was writing all these things I needed to say, right, I'm like, am I a we or am I I? Like, who am I? We. Yeah. Am I a we or am I I? Like, who, like, how do I write this? Do I say we did well, this? Well, I, I think for me, my mom is a pastor, so I grew up a, a church kid, and she said, if you keep saying I, 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 I it's always going to be just you. Oh, okay. So go ahead and put it out there. It's a we, because at some point, this is going to be so big, you're going to need some help. You're going to have to okay. hire somebody. Yes, you said that, because you probed that question to yourself, and I literally was sitting with my friends. And I was like, you know, I was out and someone was like, rock this mama. It was a great experience, don't get me wrong, but I don't, I want, eventually I want to, you know, train people under me and have a business. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm trying, I'm at the point where I'm trying to separate myself from Loch Ness Mama. I don't want them to say, oh, she's Loch Ness Mama. I actually work at Loch Ness Mama. I get my hair done at Loch Ness mm-hmm. Mama. Loch Ness Mama is the entity. I, I do get that. I, well, I think you still might want to You want that to be my name? <laughs> So I hear what you're doing. So mm-hmm. do that, but don't separate. You don't think I should? Yeah. So what? So because I like blackness. I would love it all. So that's like the that's that's always like a question within branding, right? Like, yes. do you separate you and yourself? from your brand and from your product you are yourself you are your product but the way that you do that is you create you just create those boundaries of like time absolutely and of of effort and of like what you're going to show up for of your own time right so like you can still be Loch Ness Mama and Loch Ness Mama can be this entire entity and you still get to be Denise Johnson at the end of the day (laughs) every day Monday through Saturday well Monday through Sunday my phone is on Do Doc Starb at 7 you see me in public yes but I am I'm all that. I can be sit pretty. I can be ghost in the lead travels. I can be Keaton's wife. I can be who you know. Like, I'm all of that. But at 7 o'clock, we're done. No here. back. <laughs> Wait, did you? Shut it off. That was probably the biggest hurdle for me. Like, me? Shutting it off. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not a natural You're also cutting off your money, though. And I think that's probably and, no, where we have the issue yes, of cutting off the Yeah. And I was going to say that and you, you like, want to dive into everything. Like, oh, I want this money, but I like my time. Yeah, so I think that that's also the same. It's like I, although I may get orders on Saturday and Sunday, the library by Dom is closed. Yeah. Like, I'm not looking and at that. Like, I see I, the it's closed. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yes, that's what I like to see. Pay invoices. Right. Come on. But Monday, mm-hmm. I'll get at you. Right, because I need some time. I'll be in the spirit on a Saturday. I'm like, oh, it's raining. I ain't doing nothing. Absolutely. I will because I'm feeling it. But you have to learn how to, because people will inbox you, come, hey, what you doing? 
Mm -hmm. I need this. What about this cup? I got this idea. I'm like, okay, and I'll look at it. That passion mm -hmm. becomes yep. something else. Because you will burn yourself out. And I think that's where I was with Sit Pretty because it's something I love to do. And every time I got an order, because I was so happy that was a business, as soon as I seen it, I was like, Oh, right. gotta go get to it yeah. immediately. Okay, but isn't I that part of being a baby business? Because if you think of yourself as a baby, a physical baby, when babies see candy, when babies see these little bitty things, they go for it. That's not just a part of being a baby in the business and learning when to right. draw the line. Because I was that. I was it's like, a maturity Ooh. thing. Like, business. and I also wanted because there's such. I'm big on customer service, so I'm like, no, y'all not gonna say I didn't respond. Yeah. Here. Like, and you're not going to say it took me 10 days to get your, even though I tell you 10 days, it might be three. And it's like here, because I wanted right. that. Yeah, But absolutely. you're still going to get I, that right. um, in the morning. But after seven, I had to know. But that's important. Coming down. But yeah, I still have baby. kids. I'm still at home. Like, I still got a grocery shop and do all that. Yeah, because you're, you're still a person. Yep. Okay. Okay. You're not a. You're not a. You're not a superhuman. You're still like you're a, a human running this business entity. Yeah. Right. Harder for me though, just because I work directly with the individual, and I some of my clients I've had to like have conversations with because some can be very needy. People really enjoy getting their hair done, and I think a lot of people through me just putting work out there have been inspired to get locks. So when I get new people who haven't really, you know, done their due diligence to research and look at the process and I'm explaining, they want to get in every two weeks. And anybody that's familiar with that, that is not healthy for your hair. So I have to, it's a struggle. Like, even if I tell clients or anything like that, I have people pop up on me in the shop. Mm. I have people that'll write my husband, that'll write, like, other clients. And now, so all just me trying really to you have a right net in your uh, description whenever you're getting booked. Like, so if you're a new client, right, just put in the description, like, if you're a, a new client or an existing client that's just starting, right, mm -hmm. like, you're not going to be able to get your hair done every two weeks to oh, yes. understand the product. So you still have clients that still come to you. I try to do consultations like, before mm -hmm. to verse people. Even when yeah. they come, I say, so why locks? Because what I don't, I've had somebody come and be like, it's frizzy. It's frizzy. And I'm like, supposed to be? <laughs> Baby, that's the process. <laughs> that's a part of it. Just in case. Content out there to like educate people in between and stuff like that. But I do consultations for that very matter, just so people know that like this is not a this is not a you know wrap around hairstyle. Like I like my hair because I was tired of spending money. I didn't want to spend a lot of time on my hair, you know. And then I just wanted it to grow. So like, it's not one of those things that you tend to like you would loose tresses. Right, you, right, right. You have to let it really do, do its thing. thing. So <laughs> when I get people like you know, I get people like, oh, I want to look like this or something. You can't really fall in love with like someone's locks that you've seen because mm -hmm. there's no guarantee yours will look like, look like that. Like that. I Absolutely. tell people all the time it really depends on your texture. So yes, I can take your inspiration photo, but then I can show you examples of probably like what your hair would turn out. Because it, it really depends on like your texture, your curl pattern, just a lot of things. But those ladies or men who get it because oh it's a cute style, it's gonna be hard to have your locks. So it's more so more like like retraining the thinking of hair. Right, because mm -hmm. we're just so used to being a pop up and who I want this. Because most people show me the styles, it's like matured locks. It's never the budding stages or the starter right, phase, and right, they're not right, realizing right. to get there. You gotta kind of you said step. baby, we gotta grow. <laughs> right. you know, like but that's like, but that's like your business though, right? Well, like Absolutely. it's like you have you have this like idea and this vision in your head of like this is what I want my business to look like, and so that means it's gonna happen tomorrow. 
Absolutely. But that's not how that works. Like, no, no, like we all know. Trust the process. Trust the process. Trust your budding process of your business. Literally, that's in every aspect. I say I've learned so much from locking my hair, and that may have been how the business was able to grow. Because I mean, doing people's hair is great, but for me, I want to have a more intimate relationship with my clients, which is why I'm about to go to members only and cut it off because I want to be able to notice if your texture changed. And I want to be able to notice, you know, if there's something going on yes. in your lifestyle. I had a lot of clients that were expecting this year. So that was another bit of research I had to do to make sure their hair is not drying out. That mm. postpartum when they're losing it and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I want to make time for me well, to research those things. Gritty, I never want to. Yeah, I, need, I, yeah, I don't want to be else. this factory that just gets people in resources mm, down yeah. like, absolutely. I, and I personally don't like continue to get to know people. I want to take the, the, the my lock nest and just grow that and and then take new clients as needed. I want to have a more detailed, you know, that's awesome. Somebody remind somebody remind me to get on the members only list, please. Somebody remind me to get on the members only list. Come on. You want to be a part of the list? All I need is three inches. That's what I'm talking about. Black women network, honey. They gonna network. That's what they gonna do. I'm just saying. But okay. I also think that when you talk about like that crawling before you like walk I think that also as a creative it's that's so hard because your brain moves so fast, so fast. and then you before you know it I live in a studio apartment before I know it, I got a whole closet full of stuff that it's I'm not even because oh my, my brain is moving my brain is moving faster than the products I can shell out or even even when I create products if they don't test well but now I got a closet full of stuff that now luckily for craft people it's a little I bit easier because you can de-stash <laughs> and you can sell off the stuff to other craft people their groups and stuff you can go on but still like this you know before the new year I had to like do a major purge and luckily one of my friends was like really getting into crafts and I was like oh girl let me you probably I'm gonna bring you a box of stuff, <laughs> and, and, and that's yeah. yeah, because my brain moves so fast, and I'm like, I literally every day I'm like, oh man, even this week alone, I like called my mom. I was like, yo, I have a really great idea, and she was like, oh yeah, that's yeah. She was like, she was like, yeah, that's good, but you don't got no room for stuff like that. So what are you gonna do? You need stuff. You not gonna stop on my vision, right? She and she's always like, she was like, she was like, I need. Do you do we need to buy you some kind of bookshelf or something, some kind of contraption where you can, right? Some containers where you can keep all this stuff. And I'm like, I really, honestly, like. My place is so full of stuff now that I'm like, what am I gonna do? And that's why I'm like, ooh, the Juneteenth event, I'm just gonna bring out all these things I have all in these things. boxes. Yeah. They're not necessarily things I branded to sell, but like I have to get rid of some of this stuff because it's just so much stuff just like packed down. But I think that that's part of learning your brand and not trying to jump in too fast. And I think that a lot of times when you're in a new business, you see things, especially if you're creative, you see things and you're like, oh, I can do this, I can do this and this and this and this. And before you know it, you your hand, you like an octopus, your hand is everywhere. Yeah. I don't have a dining room no more. I took my dining room now. And just created something out of it. It had to become, the dining room had to become the workspace. The sit pretty room. So I do have one more question for everybody. Yes, I can do that. And the question is, what is the most, because I, I wanted to end on something light, right? What is the most embarrassing moment you have had within your business? Ooh, embarrassing, right? Like, like one of them things where it was like, oh boy. Let me tell y'all. My first, I started doing, I left work April 9th. And I was like, okay, how I'm going to sell these cups besides online. 
So I was like, oh, vendors. So I did my first.